Welcome to the third season of the In Case of Fire podcast hosted by Mandeepa Shambhav. She's an author and businesswoman. Please check out her website, www.mandyinspiration.com for more information about so Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the In Case of Fire podcast. Today, I am joined by the one and only um, dropshipping guru, Lester Love. And today, we're going to be talking about dropshipping in a nutshell. I don't know much about it, but he does. So <laughs> welcome, Lester. Um, how are you? I'm doing very good. First of all, I just like to say something. I don't like to consider myself a guru. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just want to get it out. But I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Why don't you like to consider yourself a guru? Is there a reason? Uh, you know, sometimes there's a negative attribution towards gurus. You know. Everybody say something about a guru. Mm-hmm. Your guru, your gurus are not telling you this. Your gurus are lying to you. Any advertisement that you see about anything e-commerce or a different business model, mm-hmm. or even the same business model, they'll always make mention of a guru. And your gurus are lying to you, or your gurus are doing this. Your gurus are doing that. And so, I don't want to be considered a guru. Okay, I totally understand. I think I understand what you mean. So, what would you like to be called? Do you think you're a dropshipping expert? You know what? Let's use Furu, a fake guru. <laughs> Stop. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, see, I'm a, just, just call me a dropshipper. A dropshipper, exactly. Okay, that's, that's a good yeah. term. So um, may you please um, unpack to us what dropshipping entails as a dropshipper? Okay, so... Basically, dropshipping has existed in many forms, and it's simply um, selling products that you don't have inventory of. You don't hold inventory of a product. So say, uh, I like the glasses you're wearing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could be selling your glasses to different people, Mm -hmm. uh, and when they buy from me, I just get you to ship it to them. So you, so say you are a third party um, selling it, and uh, I advertise your product, and people buy from me, I just buy from you, and I have you ship it directly to them. So mm-hmm. to the customer, it is coming from me, mm-hmm. but in reality, it is coming from you. And the beauty of it is um, I have a markup price, so they, I mean, they pay me extra mm-hmm. uh, without knowing. And, you know, you get your cut, so you're happy, I'm happy, the customer gets your product, you're happy, everybody is happy. Happy. Oh, new yeah. stuff. I like that. What attracted you to dropshipping? Is it the markup? <laughs> um, one, the fact that you didn't have to hold any inventory. Mm-hmm. So prior to dropshipping, I mean, I've been in the e-commerce space for like a pretty long time. And before, I mean, I wanted to build a marketplace. And you know, the challenges, one of the challenges of building a marketplace was holding inventory of a product that um, you were selling. And so dropshipping didn't have that. I mean, plus the markup. So yeah, dropshipping didn't have that. And you could basically just literally sit at home, build a website, mm-hmm. um, advertise a product, people buy, you fulfill. And all you're doing is really sitting at home, drinking a cup of coffee, using your laptop, watching mm-hmm. people do stuff on the website. And so that was the beauty of it. And the fact that you could literally do this from anywhere. Wow, that sounds amazing. And it sounds attracting. It's it's very attracting, yeah. 
and i feel like anyone who hears this is going to want to jump on it are there some challenges that are attribute i know of course with any line of business there are some challenges but are there any specific ones um, attributed to drop shipping um one like any e-commerce business one of the main challenges is always coming up with picking the right product mm-hmm. and so a lot of people struggle with that um i also did struggle with that initially uh, but the more you do it the more you really like to discover what really is going to work what is not going to work and really i mean you really have to test a lot um marketing wise as mm-hmm. well so different product angles different creatives understand the data and you know based on the data uh, make informed decisions. So one is finding products. Two would be, say, understanding problem solving because you're on your own. It's not like you have a job where you could speak to your direct supervisor for directions mm-hmm. on what to do next. Um, this one, you're on your own trying to figure everything out. And yeah, those are like the two main challenges. And the third would be, say, advertising. Because um, mm-hmm. you would have to put money in there to advertise, right? And uh, initially, for me, when I I use Facebook to advertise a lot, mm-hmm. and when I got my first heavy bill, I was like, "Damn, <laughs> this is this is massive." Um, but then again, you also have to understand that you're buying data from these platforms, the advertising platforms. So for Facebook, I'm buying data from Facebook to help you understand your customers and to help you know who to target and to help you know where you can really profit from. Yes. And that was a lot. I'm still trying to process it myself. But I guess, um, like you said, like I said before, you know, there's always some challenges to everything. You gave us that attracting view first and then you just gave me all these challenges and I'm just like, okay, let's rethink that. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone trying to venture into drop shipping? Um, be patient. Take and take the day at a time. Um, if you can get, a, if you can find a community of dropshippers or like-minded people in the same kind of space, it will help a lot. Uh, so for me, I know I spend lots of time on, I mean, in Facebook groups mm-hmm. and Discord groups and following Twitter accounts. Um, and the best place to learn is YouTube. Lots of free content over there. Um, watching the guys do it, and every time I saw them do it. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I can also do it. This is very easy. Let's do A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. They don't have two heads. Uh, if they can do it, I can do it. So that's basically be patient. Take it one day at a time and try to surround yourself with um, content that would push you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is so true. Um, you know, you, you mentioned that you're alone. You don't have a supervisor. And as an entrepreneur, <laughs> do you think yes. mentorship played a big role in like who you're becoming? Personally, like I didn't have a direct mentor. Mm-hmm. Let, let me put it that way. So, oh. um, definitely, my mentors would be the guys on YouTube that I watch every single day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and their tra- their transparency helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing everything, I mean, go they going deeper into everything um, helped a lot. And also, I read books. So, the YouTubers, the books, and I guess seeing the questions that people ask in the community groups I was in. Mm-hmm. But definitely uh if you're able if you're able to get a mentor, they will, I mean it will help because it'll cut down I mean lots of lots of learning time. You'll mm-hmm. be you'll be able to direct you to avoid certain mistakes. Which oh I made lots of mistakes. Uh, 
So having a mentor help you eliminate certain mistakes, but I still think at some point you'd make your own mistakes um, in the journey, in the process, but you still have to put in the work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very daring. I would never do that. I have a mentor for everything. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's very daring, and I'm I'm sure I'm you're sure you're proud of yourself because I am proud of you because wow, I have a mentor for everything. I don't understand people who are so daring. Anywho, <laughs> um, what is one fun fact you think your friends are not aware of? Funny that I've been thinking about this particular question, and I simply can't I can't seem to you know put my finger to one thing, and I'd say it's a fun fact. Uh. Maybe I play video games, but I think my, I think some of my friends know this. Yeah, I play video games when I when I get a chance to. Mm-hmm. I love video games. I love, I love FIFA. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't think any of oh, the writers sure. knew that either. So. No, I don't think the writers. I don't think the writers know that. I think people know different things about me. Each mm-hmm. group. I mean, depending on their group, there are certain things that they know about me, and certain things they know they don't know about me. So. Maybe that's a fun fact that you're in the dark. <laughs> you, you think you know me, yeah. Anyways, but you don't know. Anyways, yeah, I play video games. Yeah. Oh wow, that is so cool. Um, you know what, Lester? Thank you for your time. Is there anything else you would want to tell our listeners about drop shipping that you think we missed out on? If you want to know more, just follow me on YouTube, Lester Love. He on Instagram, I am Lester Love. Yeah. So he's Lester Love everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, right? Yeah. On YouTube, there's a guy that impersonates me, but that's not me. <laughs> when you see me, you see me. <laughs> I use the same picture. You will know when you see him. So thank you, everyone, for listening. This is the In Case of Fire podcast. I can't wait to chat with you on the next episode. Love and life. Don't, don't, don't worry. I'm